point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Okay, well, everyone, welcome to Kill Me Now. Uh, here's the deal. Um, this is our first really New Year show oh. in 2017. Our, our show this past week was about how much 2016 sucked. And actually, um, 2017 sucking as well. But it's only been... Already? Yeah. Because uh, you left your notebook at home? I left my fucking... No- this is my... I, 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 the whole I, year's ruined. This is a, such a Jew thing. First of all, I you know, I, I love doing research because I'm a Jew. And... Uh, and I wrote, I mean, I, I'm fascinated with our guest today. Oh, by the way, Hennessy's not here, so my favorite co-host, Leonard Marcus, is here. Lenny? You, thank you. Thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for calling me, Patrick, Lenny. I know. Patrick is at the uh, controls. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Hello. And our guest today is fucking amazing. Shut your face. <laughs> I love her. Do you love her? Do you know her? I know her well. We did a project together. Yeah, oh, you I've, did? I, you guys have the distinction of both being directed by me at That's one right. point. That's right. And I've been directed by... A lot of people. A lot of people. Esty. <laughs> Get her on time. Yeah. Go downstairs. Oh, my God. I'm so afraid of Esty. But we can't talk about that on here. Okay. So, Nagin Farsad yeah. is here. I was like, so. I was like, is it Farsad or... Uh, you know. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, I forgot to. All right, so here's the deal. Um, I've been wanting Nagin on the show for a while, and every time, like yesterday, we were going to have Nagin on the show, and then I got a job. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I know, but then we wanted you the way. You're just very flexible, Nagin. <laughs> um, first like, of all... It was a good week for me to um, uh, I just want to say that I find your... Well, first of all, you're brilliant. Shut the fuck up. You know you're brilliant. You went to Cornell and Columbia. Uh, Who has it, though? Really? That's the question. (laughs) I think I've seen both campuses. (laughs) Um, And you are so fucking funny. But, you know, know, I, I so identify with you on so many levels because I also believe that you can... Change people's minds through humor. You can enlighten them without them knowing it. That you can talk about subversive topics and they have no fucking idea. And it's happened to me many times because I've been in the you know forefront. I've been in the forefront. I've, you know, marriage equality has been a really mm-hmm. big deal for me. And I used to do these bits about how you know certain people can get married, but I can't. You know, Jerry Sandusky is married. <laughs> the Menendez brother <laughs> is married. Eric. Uh, uh, what's her name? Who fucked the her student and then went to? Um, yeah, don't. What's her name? her name? It's three names. It's two names. Mary, blah, blah, blah. you know, and it's that they're allowed to get married, right. but I can't, you know. And it was funny, yet it was. May I say poignant? May I, may I use that term? <laughs> You're pointing out social and, injustice is what Nagin does. You are. It's just fucking hilarious. You're oh, well, so thank brilliant. You. Thank you. Um, so you were born in New Haven. Yeah. 
because did someone teach at Yale or something? Because my dad was getting it, doing his medical residency at Yale. Oh, I couldn't yeah. figure that one out. What kind of doctor? What kind of doctor? He's a cardiovascular thoracic surgeon. Me too. Oh my god, that's what I did right before I started doing stand up. And then you move to Palm Springs, where they need a lot of yeah. cardio. Well, because uh, yeah, it's thoracic. a retirement community, yes. and so there's a whole bunch of heart attacks. And yeah, we had, we, like we, they had this one Iranian friend that was like, "Dude, you gotta get out here and like deal with all these heart attacks. It's like a great market for you." <laughs> and it's a beautiful area. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the I didn't are, realize yeah. it at the time, but right. Palm Springs is like totally lovely. I it mean, is. it's a, and it's a really weird place to grow up because I was I grew up in a retirement, retirement. community. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But uh, did you feel young? I mean, I I just felt like there were no kids to play with. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Yeah, but older huh. people are like, they turn into children. Yeah. You know, like in the nursing homes, they act like children. But they're also really scared. I remember, right. you know, I remember like as a Girl Scout or whatever. I don't even think you I made it to the Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. I think it was a brownie and then I sort yeah. of dropped out. But yeah. anyway, like I was trying to sell the cookies and uh, and I would like knock on the doors and, you know, yeah, the you seniors would be hour. like so scared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I would. I would wait forever and, there, you know, be little yappy dogs. And, right. Uh, and they were just scared. And I was like, guys, I'm shorter than you. It's right. fine. I'm, I'm, I'm like. Nine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck you. Went eight is good. I'm not the Grim Reaper. Right. And uh, how much? How much money? Um. Wow. Can't eat that, Marty. Um. Those thin mints, man. Why is every old man named Named Marty? Marty. That's a great name, Marty. Um, those Thin Mints. Come on. They're all good. The uh, Samoa. Samoa. Boxes and boxes. Really. I just, I'm very plain in my, I don't, I'm not a big dessert. Per, like, I just like chocolate. I like plain. And I don't want, like, nuts in there. There's you no know nut, what I mean? There's nuts in I there. like ruggles. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying, I don't want a cookie with, like, peanut butter and shit. I want, I just want the Thin Mint in the freezer. All right. And I'm very good. I'm very, I, I'll have, like. You do, I don't only it out in reasonable portions? Yes, I'll only have two. Oh. I'm sure right. Nagin still has some contacts, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. some girl. Yeah, I can make boxes. some shit happen. So here you are. You're um, a Muslim family. Do mm. I say Muslim right? Because sometimes I say Muslim and sometimes I say Muslim. I don't really, I don't think, I, I don't care. Like I say, like, Joe I think and Jew. Joe <laughs> and Jew. No, it doesn't, I think, I say Muslim, just like, it just rolls off the Great. We've now okay. solved it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Done. Done. Now, uh, I have a very close friend who uh, is, is also Iranian, but oh. she's an Iranian Jew. Oh, got you. But, I didn't even know they made those until yes. I went to college. Yeah, isn't yeah. that amazing? And I don't know if you also know this, um... Out of all the Middle Eastern countries, all of them, besides Eretz Yisrael, Israel, um, <laughs> Iran is the least anti-Semitic. Uh, based on what metric or whatever? No, no, it was still 92%. Right. But the other ones were like 99.9%. Oh, yeah, got you, got you. Well, but, the thing is, there's like a lot of um, Jews in Iran, and the, right. and the interesting thing is, you know, um, alcohol is banned. It's an Islamic republic right. or whatever, so that's one of the fun features. That's why I'm not Muslim. But <laughs> but but the but the Iranian Jews who still live there, um, and there's still like a sizable number, uh, can sell Manashev or whatever because it's right. part of their religion. So it's a, it's an interesting like 
sidebar yeah, but to Shabbat's the rule. Is shit. <laughs> right. Not it, to it, my it's dad. Really it wasn't. Gross. Really? He loved it. Oh my God, it's too the sweet. The Concord grape. He loved it. whatever it was. Concord grape, extra heavy Malaga, oh. whatever. Oh, like, God. oh my God, gross. That's why I don't drink. Did I he hated get drunk on the... it? No, he would just. I thought it was the greatest. Ugh. I used to sneak it, like when I was a little kid. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna have alcohol. Like then that was the only <laughs> fucking thing, and it was from like four months old. Yeah. Can I say that I've been to more Passover seders and stuff than I have uh, anything that deals with being Muslim? Hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, Do you so feel I've, a- be, well, that's what happens when you're in New York City. You just amass these right. Jewish friends and they invite you to their holidays and then you're the Muslim at their Jewish And it's thing. like, right. <laughs> you're, uh, all right. So you grew up in Palm Springs. Do you have siblings? I have uh, a brother, but he's 13 years older than me, so he actually never lived in Palm Springs. And is he, did he like go to MIT and blah, blah, blah? He, he went to Boston He's also a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And did your mom go to college? Yeah, she she went to college. She um, she was a medical technologist for some time, whatever. Oh, did they meet on the job? No, they met in Iran. They met. She was uh, she was sixteen, and Uh then they got married and had my brother. Well, I think that's a that's what an awful dumb family. Let's throw them out of the country. But you know, my my son is fifteen. My younger son, Uh and I have a twenty year old, and I'm very upset that twenty year old isn't married yet. So what? uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I know, and now it's like I, you know, I have a cousin who's twenty two, and my mom has started saying like, we need to find her a man, and I'm like, what? Not for like ten years. We don't need to find her a man. What are you talking about? You can't do marriage unless you're in your thirties or forties. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it doesn't work. I agree. I, um, I just recently got um, engaged. And you so, did? Yeah, oh, congrats. Yeah. So to Mazel Tov, as we you. say in Iran. Thank you. What, who what's is he it? like? What's he like? He is um, an African-American. Um, hot, so I like hot. to mix it up yeah, genetically. Hot. You're going to have hot kids. It's going to be hour children. two. Um, and then, uh, and he's an actor. Oh, he um, must be really hot. He's yeah. a, he's actually, yeah, he's, I mean, he's one of those, he's better looking than me. You know what I mean? When you're right. like, I am. But you're way smarter than he'll ever well, be. Well, no, he's 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 also well, he's extremely smart. smart. But um, but it's like one of these situations where people are like, he's he's your boyfriend, and I'm like, all right, you don't need to be that surprised. Right. Okay, thank you. But <laughs> well, can uh, I do yeah. your mother after you told her you're marrying an African American? All right, um, let's do the phone call. Um, Hello, Maman, I'm uh, marrying an African American. <laughs> Thank God we have a cardiologist in the family because I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I should have done that. Call your father. I'm having a heart attack. Call your father. I'm having a heart attack. All right. So no, no. But here's the thing. So when I first told them, we moved in first, and then that's when they had their like requisite five minutes of racism or whatever. They were like, "We don't dislike black people," you know. And I start a sentence like that, and you're like, "Oh, you're on like you know rhetorically shaky ground." And and then they, uh, you know, and then they met him, and like they totally fell in love with him. I mean, he's really, really love. Like, where did he grow up? He he. Here's the weird thing. Even though I grew up in Palm Springs, but we were born in the same hospital in New Haven. Oh, my. Wow. I know. It's Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. 
is he older than you? Yeah, no, he's like a few years younger than me. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, so we, uh, so so they was his father a professor at New? We at, don't you know. know. His father is was Gonzies, but uh, oh, that's shocking. And yeah, the, yeah. no, he had a, he has like a really interesting Great mother. story. But um, also his p- mother passed away. He was raised by his grandparents. Oh my mm. god. Um, yeah, he's got Does like a he story. remember his mom? He does, yes, yeah. She died when he was um, seven, so. Oh my God, that's horrible. No dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he sort of like he's lived nine lives, you know, like kind of pulled himself. There's so many families of one parent families or grandparent, which is when you know when I had my kids. Well, I only you know I mean it was nineteen. Henry's born in 1996, right? And then he goes to school here because I know that you have dealt with the bureaucracy bureaucracy here in New York City but I um, they had he'd go to school and they'd have these forms uh, to fill out mother's name father's name uh oh oh yeah and that no one does that to Judy Gold and so I called (laughs) I called Christine Quinn and I said what what the fuck is this you know first of all you know 9-11 you know people don't have parents you know uh you know, there's or any number, right? Of reasons. There's so it many different. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just me. You know, put parent guardian, parent guardian. Yeah, and he's an example of this fucking nonsense, this bullshit. Yeah, that you know, this is the um, the perfect family. Meanwhile, you know. I'm gay. I'm from straight parents. Like, it's like, what the fuck? You know what? I actually think that on your marriage license, you have to write your parents mother and father on the marriage license yes i think you do yeah in california yeah 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 really? i don't know if they do that in new york state but yeah so what are my kids gonna happens, do uh, with that donor number thing. one one <laughs> eight two i mean that's fine yeah so um okay so you grow up in palm springs yeah. you're i'm sure you're one of very few muslims there yeah yeah, uh, I, I like to say that we doubled the Muslim population of Palm Springs when we moved oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. Nagin. I'm really, I'm a, I'm a card. So, and then <laughs> you're obviously excel in high school and school. You're very yeah. smart. Yeah. Um, I would, but I was, and it was interesting because like my parents were really strict or whatever. And there's a lot of things that I couldn't do and a lot of things that were expected of me. But I was in a way, I was a bit of a self-cleaning oven because I would just like, go home and I would immediately like get into the homework like nobody had to tell I was just right, like right. no I gotta get straight A's I gotta get straight you know I, yeah. I turned into a monster for myself right of of being well a that's good a good place to get self esteem yeah you know <laughs> unlike my son with you know oh I gotta get stoned and pick a girl out of the street welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play dot it all right, so you know, here you are. Now your bro- so your mother had you at thirty-one. Uh, yeah. Okay, and so, uh, and your brother has a mother who's sixteen. Yeah, I mean, so the, his relationship with your parents is obviously different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and also he immigrated from Iran. Right. So he when they were when he was eight they immigrated. So he so remembers it. So he has this whole other life, and also do you get along with him? Yeah, I mean, we you know we were very much closer when I was younger, um, and I just thought he was like this heroic right. figure, and uh, you know, and I remember that's when he would the come same home in from the college, Jewish. and I was yeah. like, ah, 
you know yeah. um and i thought my brother could do no wrong and then i think as you know as as we, we both became as i became an adult he was already an adult um i was like oh like he can do some things wrong right right <laughs> you know um but no and he you know but he's you know he's he's you know built a a, a pretty successful life for himself does he have different political uh, no, but can I tell you guys, I have a cousin. Mm-hmm. So I have very few family. Most of my aunts and uncles and everybody have hundreds of family members in Iran. Mm-hmm. But there's an aunt who lives in the, who made it to the United States after like a 10 year waiting for a, you know, the way they, 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 they come in, uh, um, you know, in an onslaught of waiting for ten years right. for an interview to get a visa, <laughs> um, in France as political refugees or right. whatever. Um, so anyway, so I I have an aunt that made it over and I have a cousin that made it over. Um, and and this cousin, it's like it's shocking to me because he left, you know, he left Iran essentially to kind of get get out of um, having to serve in the war, which he, where he certainly would have died. It was the right. Iran Iraq War, and uh, you Whose know, whose side were you on? Go ahead. <laughs> um, and he comes to this country and like through you know the the kindness of family and all that stuff he like has a, a leg up and and help and he goes to state schools and state you know um, public this and public that and he is a full on right wing conservative no fucking wow. way for Trump yeah he and he's, voted a, and he's like a wonderful guy but he and he's just like he's just like yeah well these Mexicans are taking our job I'm like you're basically Mexican you're Mexican also. You know he's um, he's also a doctor, and I'm like Mexicans are not trying to take your doctor job. You know what I mean? It's right. not like people uh, are crossing the border to then come be and be a, a cardiologist and vote for him. I don't get it. I really, really, really. I, know. I mean, no, no I one in the, the family gets either. it. Well, no, I don't know. But that, right? That's a yeah. big contingent. Yeah. Yeah. If you've experienced any kind of um, immigrant experience, you know, my dad was one, and so if you ever hear those stories, like how. <laughs> How? How? But it happened. How? And in, and in what? And what's? I think what's really nice though is that he's actually a wonderful person. Right. He's a great father. He's like a great cousin. You know. Right. Um. And. But how can like? And I, so it's like you. It's so it's kind of like knowing that okay, you can you can have these views and you can watch Bill O'Reilly unironically and right. you know you can <laughs> and still be like do you talk to him a, a lot no I mean not you know he lives in California whatever so just geographic you know we're okay holidays let me tell you like something that. there 7% of relationships have ended because of the Trump is that a uh, real number yes what? 7% wow. of friendships, is that like friendships everything really have broken up because of uh and I I I don't know how you put it up, put up with it. You yeah. know, I don't, I have such a hard time and I've had a hard time since, you know, Bush and this, you know, anti gay. So you're, you're saying you're going to vote your pocketbook instead of my civil human rights. Like mm-hmm. that's more important. You know, I'm not anti gay. I know, but I don't have, I am not, I don't have equal rights in this country. And there's still like, what twenty eight states, and that, they're not mutually exclusive. Like right. you can be uh, in favor of civil rights, and right. you know Democrats are also in favor of creating jobs. I mean, right. that's like it's it's right. it's a it's ridiculous that like Trump was like the jobs guy, or whatever, right? You know what I mean? The man with no actual plans, right? And the man with all Mexicans working for him, and the man who outsourced his own company's right. stuff to China, right? Let so guess, go ahead. Yes, in a nutshell, how did you think this happened? Like how? Why did this happen? This election? Yes. I mean, 
It's weird because I feel like part of it is that we had, you know, and I, I've said this before that we had this like bigotry buildup like during the Obama years. It's like we, Why? we, Why we so like what was happening was like, yeah, this black president and then he had this diverse like cabinet and everybody, you know, and then and then we had like Beyonce and Mindy Kaling had her own show right, and right. then Aziz Ansari got one and Kevin Hart was selling out stadiums and then it was just like too, too much, much for people, okay, that makes you know, sense. and so and then in the, while these big things were kind of happening, these little big, these, you know, little incidents of bigotry were sort of just building up and then to, until they kind of blossomed full force. But into here, a truck I'm not, movement. I love this. That, that I totally agree with that in some ways. But when the pendulum swings like that, my thing is why this guy or it didn't matter that it was this guy. Like it didn't right. matter what face was going to be put in front, or is it? Is it for some reason? I mean, him? because he's the literal opposite of Obama, so the pendulum had to swing uh, towards someone, and he's not who a politician. Could, yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah, okay. is that you know? So it didn't I, matter if it, it could have been. Um, I don't know. Pick anyone. If Bill O'Reilly would have run. He's well. He's he knows politics, but he's not a politician. Right, but right. give me any other white guy. I it's don't know. just. It's just. I mean, the fact that he said the shit he said. It's the shit he said it, it, without right. without a filter. Right, and that you know people think that's what everyone says, you know, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. So yeah, they think like that's what everybody wants to say, and they don't say it. It's right, like, no, and they're like, guys, yeah, he says what, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, ugh, I can't believe it. And he has kids. Do you like his kids? Trump's kid? No, no, no. your brother. Oh. I'm still obsessed <laughs> my with cousin. him. Cousin, my cousin. Um, my cousin. Yeah, no, they're little girl. Like they're yeah. like you know, you have to get one in three years. I hope that they're. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Is his wife? <laughs> Although, can I tell you guys something very sketchy happened recently? Which is like they got rid of their dog, and um, so they, they gave the not like in a violent fashion, right. but like they gave the dog to another cousin, and it was brown or black. This dog. <laughs> it was a little white dog. Oh, oh that's uh, why. So, no, so, that's yeah. Why. yeah. But, but the kids didn't like the dog. The dog was really cute like a little huh. dog and i was like what kid doesn't, doesn't like, like a, a dog? dog i thought What's that was like? very weird What's the wife like she's also a doctor she's a, like oh, a, she's and they get, they're nice people they're Is she all white? really lovely no 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 she's iranian um so they're all really lovely people it's just how does she find another she iranian? also doesn't like dogs I don't like her. I'm done. It's weird. It's weird. No, it's I'm weird. done. Okay, so um, and you loved the you wanted to be Mexican as a child. I did. I read. Yeah. So uh, because you thought you'd fit in more. Well, or? it's just like I think when you're you know um, salsa, a, a Iranian Amer- yeah, yeah, there was that. Uh, when you're an Iranian American Muslim, which is like such a you know specific um, ethnic identity, and and it's and there are none none you know in your community there was like literally one kid in my grade or whatever um you and there was like my high school was like maybe like 55 60 percent mexican right um and they were the large minority group and they're the minority group that everybody understood and could identify and and like say their names properly and like uh you know and like i literally like i had teachers that would go down the attendance sheet and they'd be like jennifer here chad here aurelia here rodrigo <laughs> and they were like white ladies like rolling their r's you know what i mean and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and it was just I never fit in, you know. And I just thought oh, I'll be so great because I'm not like you know I I I can pass for a Mexican, um and and you know it'd be great if I was one, <laughs> right? Um, okay, so you go, you picked Cornell, yeah. Why'd you pick Cornell? Um, well, to be honest, I 
I also applied to Harvard and Yale, and I was rejected by those two. So they can go fuck themselves. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) You know what? I was. It's so funny because I was also rejected from both of them, but I never applied. So um, I rejected them. As an adult, I have performed at both Harvard and Yale. Really? um, Do you do you open with that? Yeah, and I tell them that I was rejected. So in high school, I spit in all of their faces. Were you Um, Were you popular in high school? No, you know I. I was I was definitely because I was like president of the debate team, vice president of the theater club, so oh I was God. like a total crossover dork. Right. And um, nothing I did was cool. Um, I, I don't think I was like to, like I wasn't hated, but I was nerdy. But I had right. friends, you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you go to Cornell. Yeah. What happened? I mean, that for me, college. I don't know about for you. College was where. Where did you go? Rutgers. Gotcha. <laughs> SUNY Albany. R- Rutgers. So college is where what happened? R- Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers. You know, I was a misfit child. Uh-huh. Lenny, were you a misfit? I was not a misfit child. How are you, you a comic? Like a good, I don't a good, know good how kid? I'm a comic. Yeah. Okay. I was a misfit. I mean, my parents were old. I was six feet when I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. Jewy, my mm. my mother. Ugh. All right. Anyway, and then I go to college, and I think, oh my god, everyone is gonna teach. It's gonna be the same shit. I'm gonna live in a dorm, and they're all gonna be like Bigfoot, Sasquatch the minute I get up in the morning. And it wasn't. It was, you know, diverse. And, yeah. You know, and it. I really came into my own there. Yeah. So when you get to Cornell. Well, is it is it like eye opening? Like what? It was what was I mean? A because they're smart. It was eye opening because I sort of thought that the rest of the country, where there was like snow and leaves, change colors or whatever, was mm. just something that happened in the movies. You know what I mean? Right, and so right. like I bought a coat for the first time when I was eighteen, <laughs> right? And uh, and and went uh, to upstate New York, where the climate is just radically different yeah. from the desert or Southern California. And then, um, and then there, the other thing was like I literally had never seen so many white people, mm-hmm. like in it, because I just grew up around so many Mexicans, and it always felt like there was a healthy mix. Mm-hmm. Um, in Southern California, but in upstate New York, it is just not like that. And <laughs> um, and you know, and 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 Cornell, like try as it might, was you know was you know trying to incre- increase its diversity or whatever, but it like certainly hadn't. You know what I right, mean? Right. So, um, and I think they're probably doing a much better job of it now. But uh, you know, I I was just sort of like, where are all the Mexicans? Like, right. I, don't, I don't understand. Um, and and I think finding my footing and. And really, for me, finding my footing ended up being comedy, you know, right, because right. I was in a sketch uh, college sketch comedy troupe or whatever called the Schizophrenics. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. They're always great names. They're Thank always you. great names. I know, I know, Schizophrenics. I, know. I love that. Um, so and, yeah. now. You, were you assigned a roommate? Like, how did that work yeah, out? Yeah, I was assigned a roommate who played lacrosse and grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut. No! And I was like, you're a weird... Like, Perfect. what? It, it turned out there were so many of her on right. our campus. Was she... I had never even heard of lacrosse. I didn't know what that was. And wow. so, just like Did she have blonde the, hair? Yeah. It was kind of like a strawberry Do you? S- I'm sure you guys keep in touch. I mean... <laughs> what was we that like? Were she not, must we have freaked out. We did not become friends. I think she just... I, I honestly feel... Because 
because our like sweet so what happened at Cornell Cornell had this really interesting um, segregation issue where like all of the people of color lived in North Campus and all of the white people lived in West Campus for real that happened for a very long time wow. because people would could, you could select where you wanted to live and all the white people who came through legacy and blah 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 and they knew people who had been to Cornell whatever so they knew to pick West Campus and so West Campus became this kind of like white party area right. and then North <laughs> Campus is where all the people of color were and then there were people who fell through the class through the cracks like my roommate who didn't get their first choice like mm. she clearly wanted to live on west campus and couldn't and so <laughs> she ends it's up living misery. in a in a like suite with an iranian two indians no a puerto rican uh and another puerto rican or i think maybe she was dominican i can't remember but anyways so it was Same just thing. like yeah. no and so for her i just feel like she <laughs> felt like i'm this is not the college, college well, experience you know what? i signed up for you know what i mean but and it's then also she, she joined a sorority it was fine yeah, but on. now you she knows what it's like to live, you yeah. know, in the world. Yeah, do you <laughs> yeah, think yeah, it helped yeah, her? Yeah, she yeah. got yeah. helped more than you guys did. No, oh. totally. And that was the interesting thing about like being about that experience was that the people of color were having a great time at meeting other people of color. Right. Like that was that a problem on the right. Cornell campus or whatever. It was like it was integrating the white right. people in that was the problem. Yeah. So then you do you go right to Columbia for your masters or do you yeah take I mean a, I, I you know I took like a year or something uh -huh. I, I uh, waited tables in Paris thank you uh -huh. um, I hate you <laughs> <laughs> do you speak French I, I mean we oui. uh, yeah I, I, I you speak Farsi yeah you speak French yeah and I speak Azar Azadi which is a you know the language I speak in Azerbaijan yeah yeah no I knew whatever. that yeah, <laughs> yeah. she frequents Azerbaijan yeah I do. And then it, like, there was a great comedy scene there. Yeah, um, that but, festival. That we festival. Got to Judy Gold this <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah but the part I of died Iran, there actually. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. The part of Iran that my parents are from, they speak both languages. So we spoke both languages. At home. And any other oh. besides English? That's just those four. <laughs> Wait, I, I just puked a little yeah. in the back of my throat. No, I hate myself, but I actually think it's great because I didn't. French is so the only great. one I had to learn. I mean, right. obviously, like Farsi and oh, Azadi, I was too just bad. like born with yeah, or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so you're in. You're at Columbia. Uh-huh. Yours uh wait, I wrote down what you were studying. Urban development and No, I was getting a master's degree in African American studies yeah. and another one in public policy. Well, you're gonna get a doctorate in African American studies after wow. you get married. Hey. Hello. Good night, ladies. <laughs> uh, that was good. Thank you. So, um was that like your opening line on your first date? Like, uh, <laughs> That, you know, I, that's got to get you in if it. You, you know, know, I'd really like to. I did it. No, effort. it's funny, like because I think people because I got that master's, I think some people thought I might like like you know only date black guys or right. something like that, which is absolutely not true. I sort of dated across the rainbow. I had no particular right. type at all. Um, but I have dated by. I mean, how about know. that George Washington Carver? Hey, hey buy me a drink. Uh, <laughs> How about that, George Paul Robeson? Oh. Yay! Old Man River. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, speaking of James Baldwin, here, so <laughs> you graduate. Yeah. Do you begin doing, uh, you, you know, from what I've read and seen, you know, comedy came out of this need. Mm -hmm. I mean, you knew you were funny mm. to, you know, get this 
you know, to talk about social justice yeah. in this palatable way. Yeah. Um, and you're brilliant at it. So, but how did it? How did it start? Did you go to a comedy club? Well, it's interesting because so I was doing sketch, like I said, in college, and then schizophrenics, sk- yeah. the schizophrenics, and I came to New York and started a and we I, with the guys from the schizophrenics, we did another group here, and then I just started doing some stuff on my own, and I did a, a you know, and so while were they I jealous? was were they jealous? No one gave a shit. Actually, okay. I was okay. like, oh, I don't even merit any kind of jealousy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you're, you have a vagina, so <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. They're like how far right. can she really get right. um uh, and uh the, you know i ended up um right doing a solo show and i think at some point i was just sort of like sketch comedy is a drag because it requires like costumes and sound cues and like and people in the audience and pe- people yeah. yeah yeah and like the the nights were like the people on stage outnumber the people in the right, audience right. were just like too much to bear um and then stand-ups just seemed to have this community it just seemed look easier logistically and right. um and I, I wrote a solo show and some people like assume that because of that solo show i knew how to do stand-up and where did you perform that so i did show? it like at the new york fringe festival i did it at, like the chicago comedy Festival. i did it on the festival circuit basically right. <clears throat> um and got some clips you know got some you know some positive reviews and whatever and so um so that's when i just started getting booked as a stand-up even though i had no stand-up experience right right um and i just pretended Pretended like I did. Yeah, and you then gotta I, fake I, it till yeah, you make yeah. it. And then I just start, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I just right. talk for like 10 minutes at a time, you know, <laughs> trying to get $20. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If uh, or nothing. Right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, and it, and, it, and it really ended up being. Uh, like and it just it's addictive as you both know yes. you know you sort of get into it and if you don't suck um, it becomes and even if you do suck you're like I need to figure out how not to suck right like, right the, right the, the, the that stage time yeah. is yeah so let's do the phone call will you where you call your mother and father <laughs> and tell them you're gonna be a stand up you're gonna comedian. do it right this time okay ready <laughs> okay Okay. Um, Hello. Salam, um, I love you. I love you. <laughs> well, you? before you say that, I just uh-huh. want you to know that I am now a stand-up comedian. <laughs> call your father. <laughs> I call your father now. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, we need more cookies. She should have bragged in the middle. Or your brother, you know. Yes. <laughs> because I have a son who is a doctor. Call your brother, too. Please call someone with a medical degree. All right, so. Yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, I... I got all these Ivy League degrees, and I was like, I was a policy analyst for the right, city, for the you know. City, so yes. I had this day job for a while, and it's not senior and my, policy. My <laughs> what is that? It, okay, that's actually a really good question. Oh, uh, what um, is it? <laughs> that's why I'm here. I uh, Judy, that's a really good question. Thank you. Um, thank you. Damn it, what what thank happens? You. I so so I was working for the campaign finance board, and is you know New York has this really great campaign finance program that's trying to level the playing field. Because right. guess what? Not everyone has enough money to be able to run for office. Like we right. might think like, oh yeah, let's just get a bunch of women and right, minorities right. to run for office, but it's actually really fucking expensive. Right. So New York is like, let's try Don't and curse. get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I not curse? No, you can. Okay. Fuck shit. Oh, okay, no. got you. <laughs> um, 
and so, uh, and so I, um, so the, the the campaign finance board basically doles out money so people can run, and you know, it's this really, it's this amazing program. It's like the gold standard of campaign finance. Whatever, I totally believe in it. And as a policy analyst, I was basically brought in to like look at the numbers and talk about figure out if the service was being delivered in a way that was most efficient. Mm. Um, is efficiency is the name of the game, and make sure, efficient and like, is it really helping the people? Like, we don't want it to help rich people, right? We want it to help right. people don't have it. And so like that, you know, they, they're constantly reviewing figures and, and stats justice. to do that. And that is the really boring, turns out, work of social justice. But is the behind you... the scenes, in a cubicle, pouring through numbers work of uh, social justice, which is like wonderful. And, and, and everyone I worked with was like, phenomenal like right. f- kind hearted people who are really in like really in it for the public not service not republicans you're saying well no and, and you know what and some of them were republicans but they were no just way. really into public service and that i think is something that you know we like a, a, you know, politicians get a bad rap, and a lot of them deservedly so. I think, like behind every politician, are it's like twenty tired people who are right, working around course. the clock. You right. know, um, who are like doing this stuff of like with numbers and just trying to figure it out. Uh, and those people like are great. Wow. By so and large. Um, some, some of them, I don't know, murdered a guy. So <laughs> you um, you start. You did a TED. How many TED talks have you done? Two. two. One was a main like main stage TED talk, whatever, not a, like a TED talk dot com TED talk, and the other one was a um, TEDx at the Met, uh, that, the Metropolitan Museum. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if you can kill on a TED talk, but you fucking kill oh. on your TED talk. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, well, it's an easier audience because they don't get that much comedy at TED also, talks. Yeah. So, but it, I laughed. I never laughed. Oh, I laughed at so much of your stuff. Oh, it was also happy. a quick. What is it? Ten minutes? Like it's yeah. a quick ten minutes. And Thank you were, the Lord. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of those TED talks, which are really interesting. But after about four, I got the gun loaded. And, right. and you, I mean, you did that scientific. I mean, it was very brilliant. Thank it you. was brilliant. Thank you. So. You, um, how did you align yourself with Dean Obadala and other yeah. Muslim? Dean comic- Obadala, that awful human. He's that an awful, asshole. What an oh. asshole. Oh, Is there anybody has, Dean, has Dean been on the show? No. No, I want him to go. Yeah. So you know like, what he did? What? Is there anybody nicer than oh, that no. guy before you shit I on know. him? No, he's I'm sweet. not shitting on him. He's really uh, so bad. he's, you know, I, I've known him forever. I love him. Me too. But he. <laughs> You know, he does this show, it's serious. And I was yeah. going, you know, he's in his, he's doing a show. You know how they have like, it, it's serious radio. They have like all these glass, yeah, you know, you studios. can see everyone in each studio. So I'm walking by to go do another show and I see him and I know he sees me and he's, he's facing out and he's talking to someone. I see the back of the person's head and he's really into this deep conversation. And I start making like all these faces <laughs> and all this shit. And he does not look at me. He do- That's the last encounter I've had. It was a couple of weeks ago. And he, I have to write to him and say, you know, he's probably like, fuck you. I was, I was, I was interviewing the emperor of China yeah. and you fucking, all right, so. What a sweet okay, man. So you go and. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, uh, so basically, at a certain, you know, did he find you or did you find him? Because he's been doing this Muslim thing well, he's, for a while, and he's been in comedy longer than me or yeah. whatever. So, like, he had, um, he had seen my solo show, I think, and then booked me to do stand up, and like, right. he was one of the earlier people to like kind right. of help me with, you know, get a leg up or whatever. And to which I'm super grateful, and right. we're still like totally good buds. Um, 
And does he have a girlfriend? He does. Long time oh, girlfriend. They live God. together. She's gorgeous and amazing. Um, what does she do? She's an actor. As Is she well. African American as well? <laughs> Go ahead. Old man. Uh, yes. Uh, she's Arab. Uh, That's disgusting. Old man River. <laughs> um, and she. So, so well, I had made a documentary, uh, a feature doc called Nerdcore Rising, which yes, is about nerd to rap or whatever, yeah. and like super nerdy, weird Al Yankovic is in it, whatever. And. Um, and then, and he had seen that, and was, and and we were just talking about other, you know, projects and blah blah blah, and and we were complaining about like, you know, the status of Muslims in the United States or whatever, and so what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, turns out they don't have it so good, <laughs> and um, you know, and we just we sort of hatched up the idea like, you know, because I had this documentary filmmaking experience, which was totally like learned on the job, like I had never turned mm-hmm. on a camera before I made that feature film, and uh, and and I was, you know, I was like, yeah, like I know how to do it, let's let's do it and so we decided to put together this film where we you know paraded a bunch of Muslim American comedians around the country doing a stand up tour um, and we went to like red states and yes. whatever Alabama and Arizona and those kinds of places and uh, and we called the tour the Muslims are coming and we documented I it I love that and uh, and we got some people a lot of people you guys know Louis Black John Stewart uh, uh, Janine Garofalo <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, to come and be in and wax hilarious about Muslims, and it was you know it turned that into a. Well, I, I I was actually not available during that period. <laughs> so um, you were in Azerbaijan doing the tour. Well, we had yeah, like right. we, we we had a certain number of Jewish comedians that we could we couldn't go over the limit with Jewish comedians. <laughs> okay. So that's what happened. Um, you also did a pitch to the you pitched to the MTA. Um, yeah. These posters that yeah. would sort of, they were funny. Yeah. And teaching people about Muslims. For the movie or not for no, the movie? Yeah, so, the mo- well, so for, the, for the Netflix release of right, the movie. Right, right. Um, and yeah, so we want, so the, it, and it, what was happening is at the time there was this anti-Muslim poster campaign um, in the, that was happening in the MTA and there was, they spent like $300,000 on putting up these really ugly, shitty ads because it turns out like bigots are terrible at design. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and we, you know, and it was just like, and they were everywhere and it was really annoying. Like name, like say one. Um, I can, I'm trying to recall. Like it was, it said stuff like, you know, uh, you're like, like their g. Your their jihad is your. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was okay, just they like were ba- they're not they were memorable. Just not memorable, okay. and they were really ugly. So, um, so we we thought like, okay, the movie's coming out on Netflix. Why don't we put up our own posters that are like delightful about Muslims and say nice nice things or whatever? They're hilarious. And uh, and can so you, yeah, can so, you say one? Yeah, yeah. Um, like for example, one of them says, uh, you know, facts about Muslims. Uh, fact: Muslims invented the concept of a hospital. Okay, fact: um, mus- grown up Muslims can do more push ups than baby Muslims. Um, <laughs> fact, uh, Muslims invented Justin Timberlake. You know, like, yeah. so just like, re, you know, they're kind of ridiculous. Another one says like, the ugly truth about Muslims, they have great frittata recipes. <laughs> yeah. um, and so they're, you know, so they're, right. these, we worked with the MTA every step of the way. We had these six posters and and they were really dragging their feet. We had to get the public advocate involved. It was just like a whole thing. But finally, um, the posters were approved and they were supposed to go up. And then two days after they were supposed to go up, the MTA calls me and they're like, they're 
they're not going up. You and, you know these these are these ads are too political. We're banning them. What? Oh, the other ones aren't political. <laughs> Your they, jihad is what? Fuck whatever, them. Fuck, yeah. yeah, they had a rules change and just in time for these hilarious posters. Well, the Justin Timberlake one is really it was really political. controversial. <laughs> so it was very controversial. Dean's a lawyer, and you, I'm sorry. Do you have two Ivy League degrees? He, no. you do. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. Dean's <laughs> no. an attorney. De- Dean's an attorney, but yeah, Dean. Dean and, had practiced law for some yeah. time. But and we actually, you and you and and well, we didn't like. So we we hooked up with the Muslim advocates who are lawyers, and right. they they brought together this whole pro bono team. Um, thankfully, because we couldn't afford to do it on right. our own. Uh, and they took this case on. I mean, it's not often. Like, I don't think I don't know if you guys ever thought, like, in your lifetime, you'd be like, I'll have a First Amendment case that I'll have to take right. to court. You know? Right. And it was, it was just like, wow, I cannot believe this is happening. And did it go to the New York Supreme Court? No, it went or? to the New York uh, Circuit Court, and right. uh, and it was it was there for. I mean, this whole process took about a year and a half. Oh. And, and did then, you have to testify? No, I mean, it wasn't we, in a courtroom. It, it didn't ever didn't Fuck. have that dramatic. That no, would have I was been hoping so for good. That. <laughs> we didn't we didn't have the dramatic courtroom right. moment because the judge just looked at it and said, Don't be ridiculous. These these posters can go up. You know, right. we haven't reached that point in our nation. It could history. have been the people versus Nagin Farsad. But by the way, the the because it's it was my production company versus right. the the MTA, the the, the name of the case was the MTA versus vaguely qualified productions. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I it's, love that. Uh, talk about ironic. It's the yeah. other way. Vaguely qualified. I want to do. I want to do. How do you think this would go? Go. I want. I've always wanted to do the, what you guys did. Mm-hmm. The Muslims did, uh, and go to these hate yeah. states. Hate states. I like um, that. With uh, gay comics, but I figure I feel like we would be attacked and killed. <laughs> Especially I, I gay would, men. I say right. no. I say you wouldn't. You'd find a niche audience in every one. I think. Yeah. That. I mean. That's. So what happens? Like, what happens is with those shows, you get the self-selected audience of people that are like curious, right, about Muslims or in your case, gays, or or they're ha- happy to see that in their town, right. right? I noticed in the audiences. I, I could tell there were like local lezzies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, totally. You know, those artistic, like, I don't fit in here, but I don't have the money to move to New York right, people. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. read, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And then other people who were just like, Curious, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that was the you know. So the audience had an element of self selection to them. But the when we did the street actions where we would like put up an ask a Muslim booth in the middle of town square or whatever that was, like those were the moments I feel like where we got people in the middle of their day and where we put ourselves in danger in some cases. You know what I mean? Um, we we chose not to. Sh- it, you know, show much of the dangerous moments. You know, I was detained at the border. Like a lot of shit happened right. in the making of this movie that we didn't put in the movie because the idea wasn't to show, oh, these are the here are the assholes of America. Um, right. The idea was like, what happens if you really try and meet people? Right. And like, what happens if you really try and befriend people? Right. Uh, and build that bridge or whatever. So I think if you if you did do something like that, which I think would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to do it in all this. You know, there's yeah, all these states yeah. that don't. Uh, you know, I mean, Indiana. Totally. What the fuck? Alabama. So, you, mm-hmm. can, you can be fired. Yep. <laughs> you cannot rent an apartment to a gay. Yeah. First of all, who doesn't want to rent an apartment to a gay man? Seriously. Yeah. The whole place is going to be gorgeous. Spotless. It, yeah. Spotless. 
Atlas. <laughs> Having grown up in a in a retired yes. gay man's neighborhood, yes, yes. Uh, I can and attest to that. And you grew up that. around a lot of Jews too. I did. I did. did your parents ever say anything about the Jews? I I have found Muslims and Jews are so similar. So similar. So it's ridiculous. The family, the food, the yeah, 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 and the you know, my son's a doctor. Yeah, you know that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, did they ever say anything? Because uh, my well, par- can I tell you? Yeah, my parents would. You know, they would never like say anything like overtly, but they they were like a little weird about Jews or someone. You know, a friend of theirs would come over and say, "Oh, you know, that person's a Jew," and my right. parents would be like, "Right," you know. Right. And so they'd have these like moments, and then we got these Jewish neighbors, right? And this lovely like older couple, whatever, and they um, they came over to our house and gave my parents like a rum cake. Right. Um, and that is not a Jewish cake. Which is <laughs> no, that's that, very interesting. Yeah, you don't put we don't put alcohol in the cake. Go well, ahead. they well, they did it, and it was uh, yeah. they, they you do put uh, the yeah. blood of Christian babies in your cakes, right? Oh, at, and to, everything. Add the moisture, everything, right. and um, ma- and um, that's what <laughs> that's what matzah's made out of. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, and so so they brought over this cake and it was it was delicious and my parents were like oh my god and it was so they were so overwhelmed by how nice this was um they invited them over tea whatever cut to like two weeks later they're going to dinner two weeks after that they're like planning trips they're like best friends my mom's calling me i'm in college she's calling me she's like did you know that jewish family is just like iranian family (laughs) i'm like lady every family is like every family (laughs) did you just need a fucking rum cake to figure that out (laughs) And, uh, and and that's i think the interesting thing is Again, it's like that. The gold star of all of this is exposure. All they needed right, was yeah. to yeah. know someone. That's right. It. So that's. Like, I mean, look at Dick Cheney, who I fucking despise. Daughter's gay. All of a sudden, he's pro gay marriage. Yeah. It's like you have to realize that you know and love a Jew. You know and love a Muslim. Yeah, you know exactly. and love a gay. You know and love an African American. You know, and it's. I used to do a joke about how you know Jews can always tell other Jews. When they see them, it's just like black yeah. people, black people can pick other black people out of, out of crowds. And that actually came out of being with a friend saying, oh, that that guy's black. And, it, you know, and it's <laughs> true because there are so many white looking black people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. did 23 and me, by the way. I'm waiting for my results. Oh, did I, you I, really? I did it? You did it? I did and it. How was background? it boring? That's, my background is exactly what I thought it was going to be. What the is most boring. No, uh, Ashkenazi. Jewy, Jewy, Jew. Jew from, yeah, Eastern Europe. 99%. Uh, did they they didn't specify, me. like, exactly well, which region s- or whatever? Do they not do that? No, no. because no. they say that Ashkenazi Jews are from the same 300 people. Really? Yes. Well, we're all related. Wow. That's why I'm six ten. My grandparents <laughs> were actually cousins. My mother's parents were cousins, so they were second or third cousins. One tenth NBA. Well, that's okay. Yeah. No, it isn't. Second, second or third cousin is like I think okay. Look at me. I have mental illness. <laughs> and okay, so you have a, you have to leave soon, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, just another few minutes. Okay, so we have or to. Like, I'm yeah. I don't want you to go. I, I want you to like stay. Ten minutes. I I just don't want you to leave. I love you. You're so fucking smart. You know, I think what's really like lovely about your podcast is that you really like like shower uh, love onto your guests. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is a first. Even though even though you're like ridiculous and all of that stuff, right? You're you actually well, have this like core of love for the guests. Uh, yes, absolutely. Really, like, I find people I, like, really, really interesting. Love I love. What makes the person tick? Mm. I also love their high school experiences because I had such a fucking horrible time growing mm. up in New Jersey. Mm. Uh, you know. All right. So 
Um, when are you getting married? We don't know. Good. Yeah. Get closer to the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't know. I just uh, I haven't. How uh, did he ask you? Oh, it was actually like really cute. He like surprised. It was my, you know, no, it was like he surprised me for my birthday. With when's your birthday? It's March twenty fourth. Everybody. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Go ahead. And he's and he and he had my my best friends fly in and whatever. And I just thought that was the gift that like my friends were flying in, right. or whatever, and we were gonna like hang out, blah blah blah. But like then. Uh, he like put rose petals all over the apartment, oh, and like he like put these little notes um, tied together by a string all over the apartment of like memories from our relationship, <laughs> and sorry. it was totally like it was the thing that you make fun of, and it's cheesy, right. but it was but so it. wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that your friends weren't there during this. Period. No, of, they yeah. were like had like come up with a reason why they had to leave me for some time okay. or whatever. <laughs> so, and then were you surprised? Yeah, I was t- deeply surprised. I had no idea. I'm also not. I never assume that anyone's. I'm not like looking out for like who's trying to surprise right, me. Right, so right, I right, never. Right. I would never catch these things anyway. So, did you cry? Yeah, I totally cried. And then the ridiculous thing is, um, I. <laughs> so my I I had come home and I was I my the lawyers for my publisher um you know for the for the the book that i have that just came out called how to make white people laugh i love that the the lawyers like needed me to rewrite a page because of some legal reasons or whatever and they were like in a panic they like had to be done by the end of the day and i was like oh my god it's my birthday Uh, okay whatever so i had come home being like "Ugh, i gotta go do this thing and then boom boom, this whole thing so he so i say yes we cry whatever and then after like we embrace i was like (laughs) you didn't have to do some work (laughs) you didn't have premarital sex no. You're I had supposed to, like, to have premarital sex no, after I that. I had to like literally like rewrite a page of my book for lawyers. When, how and soon so, after? How soon after the engagement notes and petals? Did you call your mother? My mom. Okay, that was it. Was after <laughs> after did you, I did my rewriting rewrites, um, probably like another hour. Uh, called wow. my mom, and then she is obsessed with my dog. So she was like, "I want to see the dog, your ring, and your future husband all in the same FaceTime image." You know, <laughs> and so we were trying to hold the thing with the dog, the ring. You right. know, and uh, and and my best friends had come in by that time. Put time, so there's like a lot of people in the room, and everyone's just like staring. And my dog right. is like a puppy at this point and uh and he's still a puppy and and he just like is overwhelmed and he pees all over my dress oh. <laughs> okay oh, yeah. so well at least it wasn't your you know fiance that's peeing all over your dress yeah. now um although i mean at other times yeah i like the golden job <laughs> <I don't, yeah. laughs> um okay so there's you gonna couple- do that on the tour with the gays yeah, the golden shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, how yeah. our closing, closing? bit. Oh, yeah, okay. we're Just gonna chase. have someone sing, and they're all gonna take their dicks. Who wouldn't out. come yeah. to this? Yeah. So, <laughs> Evan Brennan. All right. So, <laughs> we asked. I asked guests. You know, this, there's a certain number of questions I ask every single guest. First of all, what pisses you off the most? Oh shit. Um, and it could be anything, but okay. it, it's got you know it has to make you fucking crazy. Yeah, I think right now, like it, I think it changes every day. But what pisses me off the most, and this is just like the most recent thing, is that people 
get so angry on the internet mm-hmm. like over a really minor thing that you you could have said and right. like, the inter- internet rage drives me crazy right um i made some like stupid i wrote some stupid tweet about how uh you know the, the donald trump like um a sexual assaulting um you know incoming president and you know sides with julian assange a rape trial evading right, right. i guy. saw that i love that and uh there's a certain symmetry to it or something right and well don't forget donald trump was accused of rape too they're both rapists. right right yes. exactly and uh and so someone wrote back like yeah but you fucking liberals like you know you're okay with roman polanski and i was like what what are you talking about <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. And so that's like one of those things where I'm like, you manufactured rage all on your own. I didn't even say the thing. Right. And you decided that I said it. Their comebacks are so ridiculous. So ridiculous. I'll read you one later after. Oh, all right. Because like, you know, it's always like, uh, you know, he did this. Yeah, well, Hillary, it's like, no, she lost. Yeah. Well, not really. But, you know, we're not talking about her. That's what Kellyanne Cuntway does. (laughs) She is constantly, you're like, well, he's going to be doing, well, Hillary, she's not president. Not I know, stop talking Hunter about Biden. her. I Shut know. the fuck up. Um, you'll like this one, though. I was on MSNBC a couple weeks ago, and someone wrote, uh, oh, Neg- you know, at Nagin Farsad was clearly, like, the Jewish nerd on the panel. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, thank, thank you. you. Like, I'm so flattered. But just, like, technically, I was the Muslim nerd on <laughs> the panel. So whatever. And then the, then the person writes back, no, you're clearly a Jewy McJew face. And I was like, <laughs> so why are you so insistent that I be a Jewish? And I was like, I'm sorry like that I took your Wait, anti-Semitism away from you. Was it a Jew? No, that- no. It was like, I don't know, some person. Uh, I couldn't assholes. tell if they were a Jew. And I was just like, it's it's funny because like, you know, if you're hell-bent on being anti-Semitic, Islamophobia is just not a good enough substitute. Right, you right, know what I mean? Yeah. And so even yeah, though I thought it would be we run, great. We have all the money. Yeah. You know, I'm getting paid so much. We have all the money. True. Yeah. I don't know where mine is, but yeah, we have I'm all of it. For it. Wait, you're in your TED talk. You have that uh, the pie chart, and says yeah. you said that most people are good people around, and then you have the haters and like yeah. this yeah. little thin like I don't know. I want to say it was about eight percent of your chart. Yeah. I was like, to me, that was the only one thing I didn't like. I was like, the people I meet, it's got to be that a that larger, good, yeah, larger yeah, the yes, chart. It has yeah. to be a larger part of the chart. Because um, some of these, I don't know if the, have, Twitter's just so vocal. Like, have you performed in like Alabama and like oh, Wyoming and like yes. those kinds of places? Not Wyoming, but yes. I've performed around the country. I don't think I've been in Alabama and doing Okay, but you know what, Lenny? You're not going up there going, I'm a Jew, I'm a gay, I'm a Muslim. No, You're going, I'm not. funny. You can, I can hide whatever it is. Yes. But the second I say, if I even mention Jew, yeah. right. it's over. It's over. Right. That's yeah, what yeah. I, now, that is so fucking annoying that's but it's i've annoying. always said that and that's why when jewish periodicals like uh i had the jewish forward after i did the tonight show for the first time complain you know that i do uh, i'm doing a stereotypical <laughs> jewish you know and i'm, I'm promoting these stereotypes uh. the jewish for and i'm like you live in your little upper west side fucking you know little concubine and I'm going to these city. I I say I'm Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten cursed at and you know yelled yeah, death at. threats and Go, all that stuff. Yeah, so like fuck it's you. real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. No. And I that's know. how my mother talked. Okay. I'm not fucking yeah. 
exaggerating it. That it's, I she wrote my act for I, many I, years. I've, got, <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that complaint too. I totally feel you. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Go fuck yourself. You yeah. sit there and criticize. Here's my other question. Yeah. And I think I know the answer. Are you on any antidepressants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I knew it. <laughs> fuck. There's so many who are not on antidepressants. I'm totally not. I actually one. think I. My mom is a really constitutionally upbeat person, and I think like I'm. Except I'm not, when you're marrying uh, an African American, <laughs> <laughs> for five yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So I feel like you know, it. I just lucked out with the genes on that one. <laughs> Why can't I have that? I take my pills and I'm just like... It goes back to that mom thing. I know, but I remember not taking pills. Like, I remember in my early 30s... No, I made a... Yeah. In my, like, 20s. Yeah. And, but I overexercised. I... You know, had such bad OCD. You know, like oh, I, remember- if I don't exercise. I'm a real dick. Yeah, because I feel like I, <laughs> I get- have to meditate and exercise, or I'm like yeah, yeah. cursing and screaming. Yeah, and, yeah. same here. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Well, um, I don't meditate, but still. Yeah, you should meditate. <laughs> I know. I will. I would t- love to. It clears your like, brain. And everyone, when I tell discipline. people I meditate, they're like, "No, you don't." And I'm like, "I'm really. I practice so much. Wow. But it's so good because it you." you realize what you're fucking obsessing about. And yeah. you, you know, you gotta clear your fucking head. Yeah. I still have shitty dreams. But, um, Nagin, you are, I love you. Oh, I want you, you to, I want, I want to work with you. Yeah. I, don't tell Lenny. Don't tell Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's definitely would you keep ever open, it. Would you ever open for me? Yeah, what are you talking about? Of course I would love to. It'd be an honor. Oh my God, that yeah. would be so fucking great. <laughs> I tried to get Lenny to open for me, but he wasn't available. <laughs> Depends where we're going. Whatever. Where, where in Wyoming are we going? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, Laramie was one of the best shows I've ever done. Yes. And part of the reason is because you get la- altitude crazies and you just start kind of, it just, you, you're like, I don't give a shit. I can't breathe. You right, know? right, right. So you just start <laughs> and doing whatever. you get whatever. diarrhea. Did you get diarrhea? I think I was just, I was peeing a lot. Like I just right. was like a yeah. sieve yeah. for water. Yep. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah. You have to keep drinking. Oh, yeah. I lost my Thank mind you. on stage. It was great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you get stoned? Occasionally. Oh my God, the doctor! <laughs> I called you. Call your brother. Call your brother. Yeah, it's legal in California now, yeah. so whatever. Uh, no, I just yeah, I, I enjoy. It. You don't. I don't. No, you don't. And you don't vote. He doesn't fucking I don't do vote. anything. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, and he you know doesn't vote. You're I don't take a work in progress. Yeah. So these and are all things that And he's only 72 years old, so that's good. <laughs> well, when we all move to Ohio, maybe my vote will count. My you vote does not count here. You still have to fucking here. vote. Oh, it does count. Not just for she president. She won when she had four million extra votes. She, it didn't I'm fucking matter. I'm not talking matter. about president. I'm oh talking about your local. Your local. I don't know anything about it. You're an asshole. Don't complain. Don't vote on the all-star game. You don't know anything about about the Yankees. I should be the um, one voting. Nagin, you are work. Tell people where they can find oh, you. Oh yeah, I would love it if if you uh, enjoy hearing comedians talk about politics. Um, <laughs> then we won't have Lenny on the show because he doesn't vote. <laughs> yeah. We will have Judy on the show in the future. Thank it's called you. Fake the Nation. It's an Earwolf yes. podcast, and you should totally uh, subscribe to it. And I'm on Twitter at Nagin Farsad, and you should buy my book How to Make White People Laugh. Uh, and, and you should watch, watch my Ted... movies. Uh, yes, four uh, my, movies, five movies. My last, my latest movie is called Third Street Blackout, and it's on Amazon and iTunes and all that crap. And uh, it's N E G I N F A R S A D. Yeah. Um, I I 
I love you. Thank, Thank you. I love You're you fucking too. All, how do you say I love you in Farsi? <laughs> Mentoro dustaram. It's a long one. Mentoro dustaram. <laughs> Mentoro dustaram. <laughs> um, is that what you said to your new African American fiance? I mean, he Mantaro. speaks English, so. right? But <laughs> you ever like in the middle of it go Mentoro dustaram? Yeah, gross. Mentoro dustaram. All right. Um, Nagin. Come Thanks back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming and yeah. being here. Leonard, what's going on for you? Nothing, just working. I know. Any, good, any gigs coming up? Any good gigs coming up? No. I'll be at the cellar. Yeah, me too. Find me at the comedy cellar. You know how many people, do you ever get people, and then we'll hang up, that are like, oh, I want to come see you perform. Where are you performing? And I'm like, oh, I'm at the cellar this weekend. Oh, when? And I'm like, no, I'm doing 10 minutes. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was at Caroline's a week and a half ago. You could have come. Yeah. Oh, really? I told you that. They Fuck never it. come yeah, I anyway. I, I just, I literally just go, but just look at my website. But it's civilians to understand the difference between those two types of gigs. Right. You know what I mean? So. And also, you know what really pisses me? When they're like, can you email me when you're doing, no, I yeah. can't email you when I'm doing <laughs> yes, a show. I'm not emailing Guess you. what? I actually work all day, you motherfuckers. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> how do I find out about your, go to my website. What's the name of it? Assholecunt.com. <laughs> what do you think it is? It's judygold.com, you yep. fucking... All right. Anyway. You should buy, though, assholecunt.com. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, thank you, Nagin Farsad. Thank you, Leonard. You got it. Marcus. Uh, Patrick Antonini, Italian. Um, thank you. Yeah, he talked a lot for the... Um, uh, and as we always say, so long! <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Uh...